All right. Welcome to Fireside Freedom. I'm Nate. I'm joined with uh, Brian from Lots Project and Carrie from Strong Roots Resources. We got a little fun episode tonight, but we'll kick off with uh, introductions all, all around. So why don't you start with you, Brian? Oh, I'm Brian uh, with the Lots Project, and uh, I'm here for some memorial support this evening. I've uh, been a little under the weather for the last like week and a half, so a little brain fog going on, but I'll do my best to contribute as much as possible. Yeah, Roger that. Well, at least you're feeling better now. Well, you're up and moving around. Well, how about hey, you, Gary? Yep, Gary's here. Uh, I don't have a lot to report. It's raining. The guy's sitting on me. Um, but I had some thoughts about um, why why do people want leaders so darn bad? So I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you guys about that. Yeah, it'll be uh, it's going to be an interesting topic. You get self leadership versus external leadership. Um, I think I kind of know where you're going with it, so I'll let you kind of lead it a little bit, and we'll uh, go from there. So if you want to take it over, Carrie, knock yourself out. All right. So it's one of those one of those shower thoughts, right? Um, I went to a meetup uh, back on I guess about a week ago now, where uh, it was it was kind of a uh, a group of freedom minded folks that are also and I was kind of interested to check them out but one thing I noticed was that there was quite a contingency really felt that if we could just put the right people into certain positions of power everything would be hunky-dory and we could literally just almost undo everything that's gone sideways in the past several years and uh, I just for people who were embracing I went because I was uh, invited to talk. That's why I'm and that's all fine. Andy, but uh, I'd just like to hear your thoughts on May. I don't it's a very important concept to me to uh, to export my responsibility to the country, especially somebody you're, you're cutting in and out, Carrie, quite a bit. So I got I got a li little bit of it. Is it just my audio, or is it the video too? The you're you're real quiet, and then the uh, the video stays pretty solid, but I your audio cuts up, you know, cuts okay. out quite a bit. Um, you guys keep talking, and I will log back in on a slightly better device. Okay, that'll work. So, all right, what'd you have, Nate? What did uh, what did you grab that I could barely hear what uh, <laughs> what he was going down? So pretty much what I what I gathered, you know, it's going to be if you're a self-starter or if you need to have somebody kind of start things for you and, you know, kind of lead hold your hand and lead your, you know, lead, lead the way along. And that's, you know, I, I could see some people are like that and some people are, uh, you know, pretty much self-starters and they can kind of get stuff done. I know I have, 
a little bit of an issue when it comes to self-starting some stuff. Um, it's just, it, it can be hard sometimes, but once I get going, it's, uh, you know, I, I do pretty good. Was he going that route or was he going more like, uh, the political leader, like need somebody to follow, um, and more actually getting stuff done. I think it was more of, uh, um, if we, if we elect the right people, it'll all, it'll all get better. I kind of heard something about electing people and undoing, undoing what had been done over the last couple of years or something. Uh, so I'm not sure. It's like two different, uh, two different paths that could definitely go down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's going to be fun to see which, you know, which way we go, but that was kind of the ins and outs that I kind of figured it out. You know, you and I are not very political people. So that discussion is, you know, pretty much mute or moot. <laughs> <laughs> When, well, when was, when are the elections? Uh, sometime in the next couple of years. Oh, that's right. We did election night coverage, didn't we? Yeah. Something like didn't that. We do I, a show? <laughs> I, I, I think we're all drinking that night and having a lot of fun. So that's right. The Canadian hosted cause it wasn't election night there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Welcome back, Gary. Appreciate it. Sorry about the tech difficulties. You would think having a 5G tower that I could practically throw a rock at would be good enough, but I guess not. You're um, too close. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> um, maybe I need to go like lick it or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyway, just to cover that ground again real quick. Um, I was at a meetup, a freedom-minded people who are still looking for that external leader. And um, I'm not... And I don't think I have in, in quite some time. So uh, I guess I would just dig in how we handle internal and external leadership. And is is it necessary? Like, is, is that external figure, whatever it may be, is that even necessary to coordinate our lives? Okay. I, I can see how you're kind of going with that a little bit. So we, we're kind of talking back and forth if, if it was you needed help with getting jump started with something or if you uh, were kind of a self-starter when it came to leadership skills. So, Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good at motivating myself. Some people, not so much. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think if you're going to work in a group of people, you kind of have to have some sort of loose leadership structure just for, just for functionality. Like it's just efficient way to do things. Um, but I think uh, that's about as far as it goes, as far as needing leadership, if everybody knows what they're doing, it's more of an organizational leader than a um, inspirational leader. If you kind of get that, get that, uh, difference where you're not you're not leading instructing and motivating rah 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 if you have the right group of people all you're doing is saying you need to do this and kind of organizing the flow right yeah that, i see i see that a lot being able to you know with some of the stuff i do it it's hard to deal with guys who aren't self-starters that you know you just click with and keep moving and do really good 
you know, where you're constantly holding hands and it kind of drives you nuts a little bit. So, Carrie, are you there? I am now. <laughs> uh, yeah, in, uh, back in the EMS days, we had, you know, kind of a pseudo, you know, military hierarchical structure. Um, and working within that, I mean, that was fine. It made sense. But uh, then again, you would have people who didn't need to be in charge, who really, really wanted to, who made every effort to be in charge. And um, mostly those just those types got ignored. Uh, the uh, the group that I was that I was assisting the other night was kind of a kind of a religious structured thing. So they had a well, a guy in a pulpit basically is what that boiled down to. And um, he, he brought up a really good point as to why he felt like there were certain people in the congregation were um, basically slacking in terms of uh, preparedness and um, making steps to take care of their own household, which I was kind of impressed with because I, I don't, we might run down the religious road again a little bit, but we, I was impressed with that mindset because, and that statement, because in my experience, folks who are kind of um, uh, ultra devout are kind of comfortable just being complacent. Like they kind of feel like they've got this otherworldly power that's looking after them. And it was kind of interesting that this this minister was sort of coming down hard on people who had kind of literally fallen off the prepping wagon. Um, he was noting about how people, how attendance had gone down since things had returned to normal around here. Uh, so I found that interesting. So it kind of told me that maybe not too many people were uh, comfortable running their own lives, maybe. Yeah, I... I I'm fairly certain we've seen that go on for the past couple of years. You know, what, half the population doesn't want to run their own lives. They want somebody else to do it for them. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. that <laughs> They're looking for instruction. Everybody's looking for instruction on what to do or asking permission for what to do. Um, right. That's what the point was <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately i didn't ask for permission to do yeah. what i'm doing i mean i just i i i don't subscribe to that um at all uh, sitting in a field in texas in a camper like <laughs> i didn't ask any i mean i asked the people that own the property i asked their permission because i don't want to get shot so um but yeah that's what society is right now is everybody wants to do instead of just doing it and why who's telling you no who's telling you you have to do whatever you're doing uh, i don't know people crave it and they, whether that's by design or that's just what people like is it the chicken or the egg like did they want it and so they gave it to them or did they condition them to want it and gave it to them more yeah, that that definitely makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, it's I I know I'm 
more of a you know self starter and i we, we didn't ask for permission to do a lot of stuff i mean half the shit we do at this house we just did it so and that i mean that that goes with the chickens we didn't ask for permission for that all we did was hey are we allowed to have the chickens here and they said yes so, okay well here we go you know it was one of those hypothetical type deals and <laughs> We never asked about the rabbits. We kept our mouth shut about the rabbits. Kept our mouth shut about the um, the meat birds that we did. Never said anything about that. So people would ask me if stuff was legal. Like when we went to sell our house, people were like, "Well, is it legal to do this?" I'm like, "I don't know." But, <laughs> well, yeah. Did you do it? I'm like, "Yeah." Did did anybody tell me i couldn't no so like did i ask can i do this who the fuck am i supposed to ask right like, like really like who who do i ask if i could do something in my field behind my house or if in my barn or like who am i supposed to go ask what i'm like no i'm just gonna do it and i mean obviously the stuff where i was selling and uh, there was legal ramifications as far as like if i sell can't like going to farmers markets and things of that nature, you kind of have to play by their rules. But as far as doing stuff on my property, I didn't ask anybody. I just did it. Right. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm helping a lady who's, uh, helping her design some stuff into mostly into her backyard. And it's your kind of typical suburban HOA. One of the, one of the wealthier, uh, communities in the area. And she's all about like the edible landscape design. She's really excited about it, but we're having to figure out how to walk this line. Cause she's kind of like, you know, I, I, I'm not real sure what the neighbors are going to think. And, and I'm still getting to know her and figuring out how to communicate with her, but I'm kind of steering her towards, and I've already sort of mentioned this. I said, if you are not harming anybody and somebody thinking that you having a fruit tree hurts their property value is not harm then <clears throat> let's keep going down this road and and you know and i've already had her like look up the covenants and all the regulations and she'll apply for permits and she'll do all that she'll play that game but when it comes to worrying about what people think i'm kind of like we're either going to do this or not so uh so i don't know i might i might make an anarchist out of her over the years. I think she's going to have me on for, for the whole year to kind of take her through all the steps. She, she's going to get it so all. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll start a revolution in fairy kit. She's going <laughs> to get it all. Right. In, she's going to get it all installed and realize she lives in a mini government. And then she's just going to sell her house. Like I can't live in an HOA anymore. This is just more government. I know. That was the best thing we ever did was get rid of the house in the HOA. <laughs> oh, like, I still remember that was one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, episodes of Duck Dynasty. That's how long ago I had TV was an episode where they were in an HOA and he was like burning leaves on his driveway. They're like, you can't do that. And he's like, what? <laughs> so they went to the HOA meeting and like brought casseroles and shit. And I, was, I don't know. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just asking permission to use your property, I don't understand. And asking for another layer of government in your life. Yeah, exactly. It's 
one of the things I actually Richard, quoted a, a good song. What's that? Oh yeah, Josh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Raging against the machine. I see you raging against the machine, there, young man. <laughs> I don't think they're as hardcore as they used to be, but at least the sentiment. No. Is today. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, they have. Uh, they they've definitely fallen in line with the uh, the political basis there. Didn't they? Uh, didn't they require uh, like uh, vax to go to their concert or something? Yep. Some yep. BS like that. Yeah. <laughs> How punk? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that. I'm like, wait a minute, you from you guys? <laughs> oh man. So, but <sighs> so here's a hypothetical question: If somebody took a leadership position in your life, I don't know, make it a make it a boss or whatever. Um, what? And and you're already kind of like us, like kind of inclined to not listen to people. What kind of qualities would they have to display for you to be like, okay, I'll get on board with this. Like I'll, I'll get behind you. I'll, I'll, I'll jump on your, you know, your train. Well, first thing I want is a little bit of leeway to do things as I kind of see if, if, if they would work better, how they would work, how I think they would work. I'd like to at least have the ability to try it. And if it doesn't, I can go back to how, you know, they want it to work. Don't bullshit me. Don't don't blow smoke up my ass. Call it like it is. Um, if you got a problem with something I'm doing, just just tell me and uh, let me know. And if you don't have a problem with what I'm doing, let me just do my thing. Yeah, I I like it when folks um, lead by example, uh, and. They don't decide that they're too good to take out a bag of garbage or clean up a spill on the floor or something like that. Um, it's the little things that means that means more to me. And and words mean nothing at all, absolutely nothing at all. It's, I'm always looking for actions, and um, you know, kind of that instinctual, like what kind of what kind of vibe are you putting off? Um, but I've also, you know, I've I've been deceived or I've you know misinterpreted things before too. So. You really can't go wrong with with actions. Yeah, we had a we had a guy come in as a boss at the last place I worked at, and he it was like the by the end of the first month, he's like, "Oh, I just saved twenty five hundred dollars a month because I'm taking the goddamn garbage out and sweep the floor once a day." Like they were paying paying somebody to come in and clean this little three off three room office and uh, wash the bathroom, like wipe the bathrooms down. Nobody used the bathroom. Like all the techs we used, we were at gas stations all day. What the hell did we use the bathroom for at, at the shop? And so it's like, whatever. Uh, yeah, I took a two bags of garbage out and uh, swept the floor and sprayed the toilet down once or twice a week or whatever, and uh, saved twenty five hundred dollars a month out of his budget. It's like. I was, okay, cool, dude. I, you got anything you need me to do? Cause you're just, you're like taking the garbage out. Cool. 
Yeah, that that works. I mean, as a business owner, you got to save money where you can. And if you're willing to do do the work, do it. Uh, lead follower, get out of the way. I usually choose get out of the way. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you're I'm supposed to with choose you lead or at least follow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I kind of have a foreman's job or foreman's position at my shop, so you got to I I do have to lead a little bit, but it's like the guys that I have under me, they know what they're doing. You know, we all have our projects to work on and just get it done. Work through it. I don't need to hold your hand. You're 25 years old. 25? Yeah. Oh, that's young. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I am, I'll be 38 in a couple weeks. So. I realized how old I was going to be uh, yesterday, this morning. I think it was this morning. I did the math. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But I got two months. One, two months till my birthday. Uh... (laughs) 40 or 50? (laughs) I bet 40. (laughs) 45. Oh, there you go. Close enough. Right in the middle. Hey, 45 and semi-retired. I'm not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say that. And that'll happen yeah. for about the next two days. <laughs> <laughs> Semi-retired. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just glad I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, or for the last week and a half. So uh, Chris Dixon's got one. A leader should like be able that. to render themselves obsolete with the right crew. That definitely makes sense. Well, yeah, you just you delegate everything you need done to the right people. If you can give up, give it to the right people and let them roll with it, then it just makes you uh, it just makes you a babysitter, basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's I I've made that joke before where it's like, you know, I you know, I'm I'm a babysitter. I got to go in and babysit my guys. And some days it feels like that and some days they actually are on top of it. And when the, those days happen, man, there's a lot of work that gets done. And that's it's nice to see. Yeah, that is he just said down there in the comments that it's that's that's your job as a as a father is to make yourself obsolete. Yeah. Weird. Uh, being a leader and being a father are the same thing. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, Josh, uh, Josh got one renegade butcher. A uh, leader can build a team. That is true. You can kind of run along and uh, build your guys up. Yeah, for sure. I'm, it'd be interesting to see, like, if you got, you know, us three, Ken, LFTN people, TSP people, and you just kind of threw us together on a project. It's not to say there probably wouldn't be a little bit of uh, kind of working out roles and stuff, but. I bet we could wear some shit out and get some stuff done. Uh, 
with as many of us, not just our, I mean, yes, all of our separate skill sets and, and knowledge bases and whatnot, but you know, it's, it's magic when you have people who just are ready to, to just get after it and, um, and make stuff happen. Uh, and I've been in so many different kinds of teams and I've been in good ones, terrible ones and everything in between. Uh, but, uh, yeah, guys, I, it would be, I think it'd be amazing to like dump us all on like a big piece of property and see what happens in two weeks, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'll bring the hot dogs. <laughs> I bring the whiskey. How about that? I thought you'd bring a ham radio. Well, that's, that's standard. That's, that, you know, that, that, uh, that goes everywhere with us. <laughs> hey, he said it, not me. And just oh, for that, Carrie, just for that, Carrie, I'll take a drink. Don't encourage him. <laughs> I got my I got my Balfing uh, program last night, and uh, actually dialed in some the local EMS channels, which had previously I thought had been encrypted, but weren't. Um, so I sat here on the couch listening to call after call after call after call come out and felt a little bit smug. I, it's probably the wrong thing to feel, but it was just, I was like, Oh, two and a half years later, nothing's man, actually three years, three years. Yeah. Three years now. Um, not much changed. <laughs> so yeah, not much ready changed. To, ready to get right back into it. Right. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I follow I follow uh, the one of the the gas pump tech groups on Facebook. Still, I'm still a member of it, and I see the shit they post, and I'm like, oh fuck that! I don't miss that shit one bit, especially as I see the temperatures, and I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh, no 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 no. Butcher said he's going to make the hot dogs at the GSD weekend. For the GSD two weeks. There you go. They're the best hot dogs, of course. I mean, I'm guessing there's better stuff that he could make than hot dogs. Oh yeah. Do I do I need to bring the bacon? You know, since we just made a whole bunch of bacon. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got about what 12 12 pounds we got from last weekend. Processed uh, presses our hog two weeks ago. And then uh, did the hot did the uh, bacon ha- or half a side of bacon over the weekend, ended up with tw- with a little over or little under twelve pounds total. I mean, one of our co-hosts he made it uh, like Facebook official and stuff. So I mean, he he's kind of an adopted. He's got a test project we could run this theory on, Carrie. Oh yeah, what's up with that? Well, Tim Tim just got a got a spot for us to all to get together and see how much we can get oh. done and weeks that's true that's true and of course i already threw my hat in the ring for like you know design services and yeah man i bet you and i could <laughs> freaking blow it out of the water with some oh yeah that's true that's true <laughs> we're gonna go let's go um occupy uh we're gonna it's gonna need a name um we're gonna have to name it for him but yeah we'll go we'll go occupy his land and 
Alberta South. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get something. Um, true. Oh, but. Good for him. Be a yeah. nice place. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, I told Angel about it, and she was like, Canadians can buy land down here. And I was like, I think China can buy land down here. So pretty sure China owns more than most yeah, of, yeah, of America. I was like, let's sell more to Tim and Becky. I would prefer that. Yeah. I, I, I would agree. I would agree with that. Man, that's the thing uh, about Tim. When he says he's going to do something, like two weeks later, it happens all the time. I mean, you know, I say I'm going to do something and, it generally happens, but I also, you know, reset myself and change priorities and plans all the time. But yeah, South Alberta holler. I think we can work with that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Shout out to Tim for go golly, that guy Canadian flag. Around. So, uh, Aaron from Two Chicks Home said, says South Arctic compound. <laughs> I like it. Did you just call your partner by? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay, my my better half, the the unbearded chick from Two Chicks Homestead. <laughs> Hi, Aaron from Two Chicks Homestead. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, I gotta go plant a Canadian flag in that uh, <laughs> story stand. <laughs> Welcome uh, to story stand. Uh, Maybe we can subdivide it into provinces. Right. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, as soon as he I'll, shoots an address, we can start mapping it out. Yep. Yep. We'll uh, we'll make we'll make a bunch of uh, sub Canadian provinces. <laughs> yeah, my my. So my wife says we're on a full name basis over here. That is, <laughs> they can be correct sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, say, hey, Aaron Lamaster, how are you doing this morning? <laughs> yeah. Would you like some cream in your coffee? <laughs> So Aaron says Little Illinois because we're going to end up moving down there probably at some point. <laughs> oh, man. This is not good. And Josh says Mapleton. <laughs> oh, man. Man, I am foggy. I am sorry, guys. It's all right. Hey, you're here. You do. You yeah, do. This stuff good. is no. This is no joke. But uh, I mean, it hasn't been the worst thing I've ever had. It's just uh, irritating and annoying. Yeah. Hey, you aren't figuring out what it is, or just I don't know. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I just laid in bed for three days and then have been like wandering around the camper and walking the dogs is about it for the last week. Well, that's good. So it is, and it kind of is. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, at least you guys are doing it on the men. You're going to do your uh, podcast in the morning, right? At least give it a shot. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. I got an alarm set and I got the thing set up again. Last time I made it about three minutes and then the dog puked on the floor and I couldn't think, <laughs> think straight. And so I shut it down. <laughs> I didn't even upload it as an audio. I just uh, I just had the video on. I just ended it. I was like, this yep. is done. <laughs> when I, I, and I saw it because I, I was headed into work when you went on. Because I'm, I'm always driving in literally right when you start. I leave, I don't know, five, ten minutes before you kick off, and I'm there as soon as you finish. So I always catch it on the replay. I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, I see the notification. Brian's live. So I, I get there. I'm like, oh, it'll be a good 40-minute episode. He's back. He's feeling better. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah two, two of that was cute, cleaning up dog puke. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, somebody asked me if the dogs got sick and I was like, no, that's just like what they do. They drink too much water and then they throw it up on the floor and it was running under the slide. So I had to grab it before it got under there. Yep. 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 And Josh is right. It was a valiant effort. (laughs) Had me giggling. That's for sure. Yeah. Who knows? It might be a repeat tomorrow. (laughs) But Corey's a little better now. She'll, she'll end up, uh, We'll be in the swing again. I don't know. I hope. I I hope it goes well and uh, the day goes better than it has been for sure. Cool. I'm glad glad you guys are doing better. I know it was you guys were pretty under the weather for a while. <laughs> well, yeah, and then uh, the butcher, the butcher brought us Thanksgiving dinner. That was pretty sweet. He uh, brought us all sorts of soup and and turkey and uh, other goodies, pies and things of that nature. Sweet. Hey, you know, when you when you come to Texas, it's a good place to get sick, I guess. Yeah, yeah, eighty degree days. I mean, it was what probably sixty. You said raining. Yeah, it was rainy and kind of damp and super humid, which wasn't great, but it wasn't freezing. So that's there is that. Yep. Yep. How did you, uh, how did you, you headed down here, didn't you, Carrie? Yeah, I went to Jack's. How was that? Fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, it was great. Um, actually was uh helping i was one of the event staff kitchen staff and whatnot they had a couple of people at the last minute have to have to back out so um i had thrown my hat in the ring and dorothy returned my call and said come on down and uh i tell you what i know we get you know we're all we're all jack fans um dorothy sweetest lady ever like <laughs> that lady needs more credit that's all I'm going to say. Jack's great. <laughs> he needs more credit. Um, also, uh, he's super sweet with her, which is which was kind of nice to see on the uh, in, on 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 the backstage, so to speak. Um, you can tell he thinks the world of her, so that's awesome. They make a they make a killer partnership. But yeah, uh, it was wonderful. Um, and at this point, you know, they've done so many of these that they've just got the process down. So. You know, Nicole runs everything as the MC, keeps stuff on time. Um, they stream just about everything. I need to go back and catch a little bit of it, but I was actually uh, able to see a good portion of, of the the presentations between kind of running back and forth between the kitchen and uh, helping keep the coffee going and stuff like that. So 
uh, had about 40 ish people out there. Um, we camped when I rolled in, when I rolled in on Wednesday, it was like 80 something degrees. And when I was heading out, uh, Sunday morning, I was scraping ice off the windshield of the Jeep. Hmm. So that is probably why I got kind of sick coming back. A, a bunch of us kind of had some kind of little crud that we picked up there, but it was like uh, the whole state of Texas right now is, is, uh, sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know, weather, time, the latest, uh, you know, Wuhan release, I don't know, 5G, who the hell knows? <laughs> but uh, um, it's, it's, it's just, okay. It's so, okay. So I don't watch any of the bullshit on the news or anything, uh, but something started like feeding into my shit that uh, like China's in all sorts of lockdown. Is that legit or like I don't, li- I don't care really, uh, but I was just wondering. There's video. Yeah, I think they've been under solid lockdown for the past year. Yeah, like you oh, okay. can't leave your house. All these check-in points they have to do with the their digital, whatever you want to call it, health passes and stuff. And they, yeah, I saw that people like locked in cages and shit. They were like checking their temperature and stuff. I sure shit don't want to find out for real. I mean, I I hope it's not as bad as it looks, but with the way they lock down the media over there and the information access, it's hard to know, you know, if you don't actually know somebody who's there. I do not know anybody that's Chinese. Well, I mean, I know people that are Chinese. I don't know anybody in China. Yeah. Yeah. I don't either. Does anyone out there know anyone in China? (laughs) Seriously. Like what, what's really happening over there? I know there's not a whole lot we can do about it, but. Um, we don't want that over here. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. I would rather not be put in a cage when I'm sick. Yeah. No, they tried that around here when all this stuff <coughs> first started off, and we weren't having it. What? You had camps? Yeah, they uh, uh, it was a hotel in DeKalb. I think they were locking people up in. I think there were like seven or eight people in there. Then there were at the McCormick Center. Hmm. Aaron says I'm already stuck in a camper. I'm not stuck in the camper. I can leave anytime <laughs> I want. It, it, is I, your actually went to, is you... I went and did laundry uh, <laughs> after it was all wet and everything. I took everything and, and washed it at the laundry mat and dried it completely and brought it back. And it was fantastic that nothing was wet anymore. oh yeah you guys you got oh you guys are lucky that's what it was somebody was talking about the iphone factory was locked down and i thought about you guys just getting lucky and getting your new iphones yeah i i got mine that's aaron got hers uh yeah we're on eights and i got a thank Goodness, you got the new iPhone. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing it's <laughs> what, did, what did they upgrade the did they upgrade the, the corner, the slope of the corner this time, or what what was uh, the new it feature? Something. The pictures look great. That's all I care about. It works. <laughs> yeah, there's always a refurbished market, plenty of those out there. Yeah. All right, so it, it, so 
you've been giving me a hard time about the uh, <laughs> the, the the having the androids. The reason why I don't like the androids is I bricked like the first two I owned. Oh, I don't know. They just shut off with within like the first two months of me owning. What kind were they? And how many years ago was this? It had to be before the iPhone came out. Well, but. Well, you know what? When I had my Apple IIe, I didn't like it very much. So that's why I don't use Apple. But then as soon as I, you know, the same time I bought the Apple and it freaking worked. And I didn't have a problem with it. So. Yeah. Josh yeah. says, oh, I, I know, I know why people use them, but the the defense of how great they are is always the thing that just blows my mind. Yep, it works for me. <laughs> I mean, a rock. I can use a rock to throw through a window, and it works. That doesn't mean it's fancy. Yeah, true. Yeah, we getting ready to have the, the, uh, the gas versus uh, electric debate from a few weeks back, where everybody dogpiled on poor Tim because he admitted to liking <laughs> battery stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're you can use whatever you want. I I just yeah, my wife yeah. my wife uses an iPhone. Get don't don't get me wrong. I know all about it. Yep, yep. Apple product. Yep. Another Apple product? Yeah, unfortunately, the only one that we have is the rest of it's yep. all Windows. Yep, and uh, wait, wait, wait. This is a this is a Windows product, which is dead. Aaron's <laughs> six-month-old Evolve lap, or no, Lenovo laptop. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's four hundred dollars down the drain. <laughs> yeah, I mean it definitely is worth spending money on on a laptop. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, because they do get mm-hmm. outdated so fast. But yep, and we when we do our podcast, we do it all on the iPad. It it just freaking works. So. Yeah, Josh uh-huh. says, here we go. Yep. <laughs> Josh <laughs> says, I buy window product products and contaminate them to Linux immediately. That's something I definitely need to learn how to how to use is Linux. So well, so here's uh here's an example. When I when I ran when I worked that place, when I ran the system um, that did the synthetic crude oil, the plastic <laughs> to synthetic crude oil, it was like um, first in the world commercial size plant doing this. And so we have brand new, whole brand new building from the ground up. Well, the walls were there. They gutted the thing completely, put this whole system in all brand new electronics. And in the control room, we had both Apple's and Windows computers. Now in the whole factory, in the front office, it was all Mac all Mac because these guys were all like CEOs and shit and they all wanted Apple uh, iMacs and all this shit on the desk. But when you actually started using the stuff that ran the $50 billion system, it wasn't Apple. Oh yeah. 
I I totally understand that. I had to use, a, I had to use the iMac to you to to do my spreadsheets. Yeah, to do all my tracking, but to run this whole monstrous system, it was uh, for Windows PCs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll flat out tell you anything I do ham radio is all Windows based. There is nothing for Apple, so I do have this one. This is my ham radio laptop. This is a whole whopping sixty bucks. It is the what cheapest do do? laptop. Uh, it does all the digital modes and all the uh, basically sending text messages and emails and stuff like that over ham radio. Hmm. It oh. is literally a sixty dollar laptop. I think I paid sixty four ninety nine, brand new at Micro Center. Now, why ago. why would you send a text message on a ham radio? Position, like where you're at, or hey, I've arrived, or you know, I'm leaving now. If you're camping in the backwoods, you know, it's a good way to do it. Or you want to check your signal report, see how your antenna's doing. So, like you, you and I could email back and forth, and you would not need signal. Your uh, um. What do you got? That Starlink. You and I could send emails back and forth to each other without having internet through ham radio. I've I've been sending smoke signals to Josh, so. <laughs> well, Josh is a little closer than me. <laughs> well, I just got to make make a bigger fire. Yeah. But yeah, there's a there's a bunch of bunch of stuff you can do with them. Yeah, they just sent lightning over ham waves. Yep, I saw that. So I'll have to check that out a little bit more. I saw Josh post that in the uh, lightning group earlier. Oh, yeah, Josh says I just need to add more sage, and you'll be able to see it. (laughs) So, yeah. Josh, you are. Uh, Josh says there's uh, lots of ham radio integration on Linux because Linux is the ham radio of operating systems. I will agree with that, but I've never played with it. <laughs> so, hey right, guys, you got, any, you got anything <laughs> else, or? Oh, I got jack shit, man. <laughs> How about you, Carrie? No, guys, I'm good. Sounds like um, it sounds like uh, the three of us don't like people and are in charge of our own shit. And uh, if people want to learn how to be in charge of their own shit, they should ask one of the three of us. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should. Uh, we needed some uh, counter. We were all just like, yeah, no. <laughs> Definitely need to need to maybe uh, not to dig on Thesia, but she'd probably be a good like counterpoint to uh to some of that she's she holds that that role for us which is excellent well yeah she's good at the devil's advocate for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep yep which i can be but not really on this subject because like i can't even understand anymore same yeah i'm right there with you guys it's it, it was going to be a short one because we're both we're all three of us the exact same. And it's like, no, fuck off. Do you have a, an astronaut patch on your shoulder? 
Uh, no, I have. So this is the All Father. Uh, oh, that is nice. Is. That is very cool. I so, thought it was an astronaut. Nope, it's Odin. But yeah, it's uh it's one we got a couple years ago. So I also do have our patches, which are right here. You can get these on Etsy. So we'll uh get a link for that. Easiest way to find it is uh two chicks dot itty bitty dot tips as a link to our, F- our our Etsy store. Cool. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. All right, should we go around? Say what, you know, one last say where we can find everybody and uh we'll call it a night. Sure. Hey, right, why don't you go ahead, Gary? Gary Brown over at Strong Roots Resources. If you are a suburbanite and you want to grow food, I can teach you how, and we can even uh upset your neighbors in the process if you're into that kind of thing. But yeah, I'm helping design. Uh, I like to design the small stuff, but we can do the big stuff too. So you can find me over there and uh, might even throw up a new YouTube video sometime this week. Get a cat. And the cat. <laughs> oh, my name's Brian with The Lots Project. You can find me at thelotsproject.com. I uh, usually do a podcast every morning, every weekday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, been off for a little while, but hopefully back at it tomorrow. I got a bunch of other social media stuff. You can find that at the website. And uh, right now, I guess a uh, big thing we got going on would be coffee sale. Get your coffee orders in by the 15th. If you buy at least uh, two pounds, you lock in this year's pricing all the way till February 1st on up to a case of coffee. So uh, you get a personalized Christmas note. It will be delivered uh, on or about the holiday of your choice as long as you get that order in by the 15th. Uh, Thelotsproject.com. Thanks. All right. So I'm, I'm Nate. You can find us at uh, twochickshomestead.com. Aaron and I do a weekly podcast together. Uh, talk about running uh, all the stuff that we do on our little half acre of property, growing our own food, causing problems, having fun, homeschooling the kids. So you can uh, find us there. That's twochickshomestead.com. So we will see you guys next week. All right. Adios.